Good, whatever time of the day it is, you happen to be listening. This is the PA Podcast Express coming to you from the 469. 469? One of our usual haunts here at the Blue Water Sports Bar and Grill in Port Sadillac. Adam Philkins with you here. Phil Nickel, as always, is by my side. And, uh, well, happy after Thanksgiving, everybody. Hi. I know it's all decorated up for Christmas in here. It's uh, a little gross. It's like Christmas Christmas threw up all over this place. Uh, yeah. Tastefully decorated, though, if you're it into is. Christmas decorations. Yeah, so. I kind of am. I like it. <laughs> it, I like it, it feels very, you know, it, it feels, uh, it's it's pretty majestic, bitches. Uh, in a way, I, it kind of, it feels, um, I don't know, it, uh, comfortable. It's comforting. Yeah, it, it's, it's not one of those, gaudy. Like Christmas decorations tastefully done are like the comfort food of your soul, I feel like. Yes, I agree. But not overly stated. We've got some poinsettias on the uh, the table that we're broadcasting from. A very nice, uh, uh, not really a holiday theme, but the holiday color theme. Of course, tablecloth with the green stripes, the red stripes, and uh, overall white checkered kind of pattern. Yeah. Just to kind of give you a little heads up. And our microphones are set up as always. Uh, Adam's on old red tonight, and I'm on green over here. And uh, That's very festive holiday. Very festive. That's why I had to mention that. Yeah. And here we are, another podcast, another trip around the sun, bitches. So you've had a pretty exciting... We have. Yeah, we have. You, you have... Uh, <laughs> so Wednesday, we uh, we DJ'd. At the, old, which was, at the old STD, the old Silver Tavern in yep, Deckerville. Which was interesting. Packed. Just packed house. Lots of people are talking about it, too. Like, but that was the party. That was the place to be, apparently. Like, there, there may have been some uh, ordinances broke there. There were a few ordinances broken, and I think um, um, some indecencies uh, uh, laws yes. were broken, too. Yes. Certainly. <laughs> yeah. I know on me anyway, I got accosted a few times. Well, you know. That's, but, I, you know, it's tough because I wasn't complaining. I was, yeah. No. And you're pretty costable. Yeah, I it's mean, true. I really put myself out there, don't I? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it once or twice. Yeah, well, this, uh, this young woman was uh, having, uh, she was having a good night. And uh, yeah, I, I did have to end up babysitting her after a little while, though. Well, you know. She was on some have other- <laughs> you may have aided to the problems a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Kept feeding her beers. Yeah, and shots. Were we doing shots? Oh, yes. That's the problem. Yeah, that's what it really went downhill. See, I have no recollection after about eleven o'clock or so. Yeah, this would have been after that. Yeah, it was after eleven. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like I do remember. Wait, like I must have dozed off for a brief moment at the DJ table for a second, and you I woke did up. That too. I woke up and I didn't know where I was. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, those things happened. Did anybody say anything about me dozing off? No, really. No, they didn't care, huh? No, I think the lights were bright enough in front of us that they, probably they couldn't tell. Noticed, yeah. Which we debuted a lot of brand new lights, and of course, me being the jackass that I am, Adam sends me a link for some new speakers last night, and it's a killer deal. So I spent money. I I have well, it, but it, it is my like, accountant's going to be a little pissed. It is stuff that we've talked about that you wanted to invest in for a long time. Oh yeah, this was a lot less of an investment than you'd have to. But make just normally. think about it now. So now we're going to have four of those towers in that big powered subwoofer, like. Uh, we can do, like, we were too much sound for the tavern the other night, I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah. And now we're uh, adding probably, what, 35% more? Maybe 40? Yeah. 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 It's going to be insane. But I just keep building bigger and better. We get more lights. We get more sound. Well, we're you and I are both kind of jackasses that way. Right. We, we like to go bigger and better. Same thing with all the podcast stuff. It started off with just the two uh, headset microphones that I have that I yeah. invested in a long time ago to now full-on fledged everything so yeah 
Yeah. So we have it. Yep. You want to hop on for a minute? Yeah, come on and hop on with us, cowboy. Cowboy. I'm uh, good for right now, but you can get me the next one. He, I think he's good for right now, too. All right, go go grab yourself a beer and hop on. Um, so Wednesday night we did that, and, uh, of course, the big adventure and uh, great party. Uh, oh. what, I, what I appreciated about it was no trouble, no fights. No fights. Everybody was cool as shit. Mikey didn't get kicked in the face by anybody. Like a ton of people. Mikey wasn't there. No, he wasn't. I was say, Mikey wasn't even there, was he? Like my memory's not that bad. Jesus, you're making me feel like an asshole. I don't know. There's things I'm filling in for you. There's a few things, yeah. Well, and that chick wanted me to fill something in for her, but I, I dropped her off at her house and said I'm good for right now. Well, you know, and you've I, got her jacket. So I don't have her number, but I know where I dropped her off at at least. So. Oh, shit. I to know this one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, you uh. All, All right, right, we're joined we got- by Cowboy over here. He's been on before. How you doing, Cowboy? Oh, I'm surviving. How'd you do with the darts tonight? Uh, we barely won. Barely. Well, that's still a win. Just pull out enough to win, as Milton Burl used to, yeah. Jim was on fire closing stuff out tonight. Well, there you go. That's well, good. you know, in darts, everything after a certain point, what are you going to do with it? You know, it's just leftover. Yeah, I always tell people, you know... Someone can throw big darts, you know, high numbers, but if you can't close 20 out, right, you're going to lose. That's I can come back from a 90 or 110 point right. deficit. In a big hurry. Yeah. That's yeah. where your precision matters to be able to close things out. Absolutely. And my precision was not there. <laughs> not there. Not that there is usually how my dart games begin and end. Thank is. God for my son tonight. They start with swearing and end with a lot of swearing and maybe some crying sometimes. Yeah, usually yeah. a lot of crying. Usually a lot of crying. A lot I of did tears. a lot of crying Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Tu- Tuesday was a rough dark night. Oh yeah, I was mad. Yeah, we had we had bowling on Tuesday. We did all right. Thumb Tailgater Sports is still in first place. We we lost a little bit of ground on second place, but we're still up. Still got a comfortable lead, lead in our bowling league, so we're doing okay. That's just because I'm not bowling. There you go. Well, you should come bowl with us. Ah, uh, you've got darts on Tuesday. Yeah, but I can come up Wednesday and show you guys a few things. There you go, or Thursday. Anyway, so that closes out Wednesday night. Any other notes you want to talk about from Wednesday night there, Adam? Any loose, you know, uh, just loose ends? Great crowd. Yeah. Um, actually got complimented. Uh, Anthony and I duetted a couple songs, got a lot of compliments on that. That's good. That's right. Karaoke, we really didn't have a lot of people participate in karaoke, if I remember right. Uh, you should let me and Crash other know. Other than Anthony and I. Yeah. Let Crash and I know, and I might even come up and try singing. There you go. I know. Well, I, there you go. I did uh, did a song, but I was being distracted by said girl we were talking about. Well, it, yeah, you and I do edit our usual. Our usual. Yes, our usual. It, it, well, see, with me, learning to you know, do the karaoke, I've been practicing. Well, what's your go-to? Mountain Music by Alabama. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a, that's just a random sound that'll play randomly. Don't don't let it throw you off. Yeah. Normally it's either farts or the Taco Bell dong, and tonight it's the old timey bike horn. So so that's a stick that we do here, where we pick a random uh, sound that will play randomly throughout the, the podcast. And I like that one. It, yeah, it yeah. breaks it breaks the tension sometimes. I used to have that same horn. I bet. 
It breaks up the tension a little bit. The monotony of everything, if yes. you will. The monotony of Phil and I. Yeah, because I'm very monotonous. Well, that's why you brought me in. I can break <laughs> it up now. There we go. There we go. And uh, so we covered Wednesday night. I think we'll cover Thursday Maybe a little later in the podcast. Right now, let's just allow some general banter, and I think we might have someone calling in here we, at some point very soon. I believe soon. we will have uh, pretty soon. I was let know. You were let know? By let an know. agent. Let uh, know by uh, an agent, by his representative? Yes. I've never been. I've never had a wet no. A uh, wet no. <laughs> that's a wet no for me. Ah, boy. Well, I think that's when you get a chick really horned up, and then she turns you down. That's a wet no. Is that similar to a wet high five? Yeah, yeah, pretty much similar to a wet high five, yeah. I, I think that chick on Wednesday night probably, uh, well, I gave her a wet no. I think she was all boned up, and I'm like, no, no, this is a, we're both way too intoxicated for yeah. this. And I don't know, she'd have probably told you she was just intoxicated enough. Right. <laughs> probably she would have turned the tables. You're like, wait a minute, I'm doing this for your, you're my charity case here. Yeah. Like, Well, if there's any women out there listening, it's been two years, and... I am ready for my charity case. There you go. I, I, I'll accept that, right? I'll accept charity at this point. <laughs> we could have hooked you up Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know what I did over the weekend, but I three different occasions I had some chick feeling me up. Turkey pheromones? I guess. Yeah. The holidays, Thanksgiving must make them horny. Apparently, but right. I wasn't in the right spot. One of them just grabbed me by my junk and said, let's go right now. And I'm like, no. <laughs> well, Wednesday was my birthday, so I... Oh, well, they, well happy birthday. Yep, 53. Cheers. All happy right. birthday. So, I had uh, spent some time with family and friends. Well, that's good. That's always good. And I shot myself a deer. Well, that's, that's my good. birthday present to myself. I, I shot me a deer. I shot myself a deer. That's, that's the makings of a country song deluxe right there. It hey. was my birthday. Family and friends shot myself a deer. 175. 175? 175 yards out. Nice. At least, minimum. What, using a 450 Bushmaster? Is there anything else? Not anymore. (laughs) I mean, the game truly changed when they allowed those and introduced those, because I'm still used to the days of the old rusty but trusty 12 gauge where you're lucky from about 75, 80 yards if you could connect. I took that out the other day, and I was a little miffed. I'd seen a buck. Uh-huh. But I couldn't see his horns exactly right. because I only I only harvest mature bucks, you know. Right. You let the little ones walk. And I went I reached in my bag to grab my my knocks out and guess what was not in my bag? Not your binoculars. Yes. So I got home that night and I looked everywhere for my knocks. Yeah. Couldn't find them. So I went out and bought me another pair of knocks. Well, then you found them. Nope. No? It won't, I won't find them until it's muzzleloader season. Then you'll be like, son of a bitch. It happens. See, when I go out and buy something new to replace what I can't find, I immediately find it. Find it with you. Well, bought. that's what I thought. You know, I'm like, I'll find these soon as I find, you know, as soon as I buy them. That way I can throw a set on the boat and look for the girls out there in the bikinis. Absolutely. That's a solid strategy right there. See, what happens to me is... I, I had that cycle going for a long time, and so I'd just end up with two or something. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to not open it for a day, and that way I can return it. That worked for a little while. Now I'm just, if I don't open it, I don't find it until I open it. So, Well, well when I bought, um, my rangefinder came up missing, so I bought another one. 
And I'm sitting there thinking, so when I find the, my other one, you know what? That's my son's birthday present. Anything that I get extra for the year, I just give to my kid for his birthday. Well, there you go. That's good. That's a good strategy, too. I like that. Yeah, I bought a shotgun for him last year. I got his range finder for him this year. Next year, I guess I'm just going to shoot his deer for him. There you go. Do I have to do this for you? Yeah. Shoot his you know, I gave you all the tools, right. you know. I even let him hunt. He goes, where you want to hunt, Dad? Wherever you're not. <laughs> right? <laughs> where, you pick first, right? Wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go, I've got four other spots. Right? So I'll sit in there. And I'll get a deer before you do. No, I just... <laughs> Actually, I did. <laughs> well, yeah. we kind of... I was a little panicked there because being a 100% disabled veteran... Me and my buddy, he went out, and I'd been looking at this buck in my trail cams. Uh-huh. And he wound up shooting it. Well, it walked out in front of him. I wasn't going to tell him no, you know. Right. It was his first deer, you know, his first kill. Right. And it was a nice seven-point buck. Yeah. So, you know, nice body. Then he went out and shot his first. He went out and shot a doe. So now I'm down to nothing. Yeah. My daughter goes out and kills her first buck, which anyone that has a daughter that shoots her first kill and comes in and tells you about it will laugh their ass off because it was, Dad, Dad, I killed a buck. I killed a buck. Should I laugh, cry? I don't know what to do. I killed my first deer. Right? They don't know what emotion did. did they, <laughs> what am I supposed to be feeling right now? Let me tell you what. That is the greatest thing you can wake up to. Oh, that is. That is. You know, when your daughter walks up on her first kill and you're sitting back laughing because you remember... I killed a three-point buck, and you would have swore I killed the world's record. Right. Uh, I killed a buck. He's got horns. Yeah, my first, <laughs> my first one was a big old spike, so I get it. I fully get it. But, yeah, I would have thought that was a, the greatest thing ever. So I shot this one deer, and I have his horns to this day. Yeah. He, I dressed him out at, like, 195. Yeah. He was a spike. Right. Spike or he had 10-inch spikes. My, I think mine was like 10 or 11, yeah. And it was a big body yeah, here, too, yeah. I've got one like that, too. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see his horns. The only thing I saw were the tips and yeah. this massive body. I'm like, you know what? I'll count the points later. Right. I folded them up like an accordion. Just boom, right there. I walk over, and I, I'm like, yeah, he's got to be at least a seven or a six or an eight point. Right. I walk over there, and the he- I roll the head, and it's like, huh? Ah, what the shit? Where are the rest of the antlers? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that was my girl's first deer. Yeah. Yeah. Someone shot at it. The bullet went through his ear and hit the rack on the opposite side. So. Okay. Yeah, Very nice, yeah. This is my brother's uh, that he got. He's a pretty avid hunter, and he said it's the biggest deer he's ever shot. Yeah, yeah tell him screw off. <laughs> he just got that a few miles from the house. That was my so my second buck I ever shot was an eight point that looked about like that. And where where, where do you live? Uh, I live over in Sandusky. What part? Uh, south. What part of south? South, south. <laughs> Watertown Township. <laughs> 
I've taken some real nice bucks off my property, you know. After a while, you know, you're like, you just keep waiting for that dry year. Right. Kind of like when your apples don't produce. Yeah, yeah. So I'm figuring, because my buddy took the buck, and I have only seen him on the trail cam. I have only seen a crab claw buck all year long. And it's like, and everyone's killing these nice, massive deer. And I'm going, yep, it sucks. Now I remember how it feels. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We always come back to talking about hunting right now. It's so funny because somebody commented about, you know, because I talk a lot of shit about how how deer hunting isn't that complicated. Yeah. It, re- it really isn't, truthfully. I mean, if you can fucking shoot straight and you can be patient, it's not that overly complicated, is it? Well, I mean, my there's, fa- some, there's some there's some luck involved, but if their skills are good, you can shoot well, you can, like I said, be patient, not be a total dumbass and be loud out there. It's not overly complicated. Well, with my 450, I found out the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I, I went out and bought this beautiful 450 thumbhole stock, mm-hmm. Remy 10. I got a Leopold scope on it. And you can hunt from the ground, range find a deer, turn the dial, and you don't even have to elevate. It yeah. automatically does it. It, for it you. compensates for you, absolutely. Yes. But what it doesn't do for you is when you're hunting 14 feet up in the air trying to hit a deer at 35 yards. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you didn't triangulate very well, did you? Oh, I tried. I aimed at the ankle and I still shot over the back. <laughs> but it ran down 175 yards approximately, yeah. gave me a full broadside shot, and... It's still comical because you can pull the trigger, you can hear the and you hear the and watch the deer disappear. Right. And then it. That's what I always remember. You hear the whizz, and then you hear that thump almost, and then you just yelp. Yep. That was the first deer that ever ran further further than 25 yards on me. Right. It ran down in the heavy weeds. And I saw the thing go up, and you you know that flip, you know it was the death roll. Yep. I got down there, and I'm on my quad runner, and I'm doing lat back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it got dark. Yeah. And my buddy calls me up. He goes, "What you doing?" I'm gonna go look for my deer. He goes, "I shot one last night, and it got down in the heavy weeds, so I'm gonna go look for it." Well, my son and his wife jump on the quads. They go out. You know, I grab my first cup of coffee, and they're already calling me. We found it. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was 55. It was 50 yards from your deer blind, right over by here. And I'm like, yep, that was the one section I didn't get to before it got too dark. Yep, it always is, isn't it? But I don't mind. My kids found it. I got my. I got one of my deer I need for the year. I only. I usually only butcher two. Because I love my tacos. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good strategy for, for for venison, definitely. Oh yeah, that and so my chili. Chili and tacos are the two things yeah. I've always made yep. from it. Chili and yep. tacos. But let me tell you what: you put your spaghetti sauce on the wood stove for like two days, and every time you open the door, you lift the lid up on the spaghetti sauce so that smoke goes in there a little bit. Yeah. Slam that lid down, and you you wait an hour, and you start stirring it up. 
Oh yeah, that's a good strategy. Huh? My but my my father's it's almost or, like smoked spaghetti sauce. Oh, it is. Yeah, my buddy's dad died, and I did that for his family. Yeah, to make a meal. Yeah, and I brought it down there, and I purposely made it a little bitter. Right. And he, I'm, when I get down there, I'm like, it's a little bitter. I can't figure out why I put the. And he's like, dude, don't don't tell mom. And mom heard. That was bitter. Next thing I know, mom's in there going, oh, we got to add this. We got to add this. Stirred it up. And I looked at him. I'm like, what were you saying? Right. What What were you saying? Did she ruin it or fix it? Oh, no. All it needed was like four tablespoons of sugar. And she put, you know, a little bit of sugar in there, stirred it. I just, you know, you kind of make it. And then because, you know, her husband just died. Right. After, what, 40 years of marriage. And I wanted to distract her for at least five or ten minutes, you know. Yeah, just to focus on something else. Yeah. I spent, like, I spent seven days down there keeping the family organized and... That's good. But that's what you do for a brother in arms. Oh, of course. Of course. How in the hell did we get to this point? <laughs> How the so, hell did we get to any point in the podcast is what we always fucking try to figure out. I think we skipped over like the most important aspect of getting venison. Oh, that's shooting it. No, it's making jerky. Oh, jerky, yeah. Jerky's definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. Venison my, jerky's killer. I had to laugh. My daughter's like, I want five pounds of jerky made out of my deer. I'm like, you know, that's 25 pounds of meat. And she went, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it takes five. Still worth it. <laughs> yeah, but she's got four kids to feed, a mother-in-law, and her boyfriend. Still worth it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> jerky's the best. I mean, really, jerky and then grinding the rest of it up. I do not like venison steak. Never have. Dude, I will make you a venison steak that I cook. I make a beef and gravy. You can't even tell it's venison when I'm done with it. Everybody that's ever told me that, I can tell it's venison. Junior Meatloaf! Um, I I mean, it's not that it's not good. I've had okay. I've had okay. I've had ones that I enjoyed. But I've had ones that I just did not like at all. But I've had some venison roast that weren't too bad. I, I shot I shot a buck one year, and I did not realize he was in full rut. So every steak tasted like liver. Oh, yeah. And from a person that does not like liver, right? my dad was very happy. Right. <laughs> he's like, what? what's with all the steaks? And I'm like, you like liver, right? Yep, here you go. And he's like, oh, those were great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big liver guy either. I, I, I like it. I don't mind it. I'll, I'll go to a restaurant, and if they say, like, if they've got a good liver and onions on their, their fucking uh, menu, I'll order it. Like I'm chicken in the roof down there in yeah. uh, Port Huron? Like, I'm that asshole, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I took my dad down there, and I he come, we go walk in there, and I'm like, we want, we want a number three, and I want a number eight. And he goes, oh, you're ordering for me? I'm like, yeah, you know what, Dad? Just shut the hell up for once and let me be the man. (laughs) Shut the hell up for once and let me be the man, Junior. I thought your hands would be bigger. (laughs) That text the other day, I got a comment on that. Junior gave us, it's the fourth quarter, and he had the four four fingers up to signify yesterday. And my text back was, I thought your hands would be bigger, Junior. (laughs) 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 Perfect. 
I thought they seemed appropriate for somebody as short as he is. <laughs> yeah, but that was, a, that was a great joke, though, for that response, wasn't it? It was. It was. But have you felt the grip on his right hand? Oh, I know. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. You see that every time that I you say that bullshit? Motherfucker. I, I always say, you motherfucker, you, you think, sons of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, shake my... See what the hell I tell you about that right hand grip? That's right, it's quite gription. Hold on, we, we had a call. I'm calling them back. All right, oh, we yeah, got okay. a caller. We got a caller. Yeah. Uh, caller, are you there? Roll Tide! Oh, Uh-oh. man. It's Alabama Dan. How you doing, Alabama Dan? Roll Tide! I'm doing so good, guys. Thanks for having me on tonight. I tell you, we coming off that Iron Bowl victory, baby. We, be to, we take them Auburn scumbags to the woodshed. I saw that handily beat Auburn uh, for the 10th win of the season. And I think I read somewhere, it's how, what is this, like 12 straight seasons? Nick Saban's won at least 10 games or some shit. They didn't cover, though. Well, it doesn't matter because all them other years, everyone else cheated anyway. So Last really time I matter. went to the woodshed, someone shot at me for stealing their shine. That's <laughs> well, there Go you blue. have it. So, so what are you up to this evening there, Alabama? Dan, still celebrating the Iron Bowl victory? Roll Tide, I sure am, sure am, Roll Tide. <laughs> Sorry, I could tell you've been into it a little bit. So, uh, so how was your Thanksgiving there, Alabama, Dan? Oh, it was, it was, uh, it was all right, I guess. I got in a little trouble with the wife, you know. <laughs> oh, how's the wife doing? Well, she, she mad at me because I stepped out on her. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Why in the world would you do that? Well, you know, my you, you don't understand. My sister, I mean, my wife, <laughs> is, is a very, very ugly woman. I mean, she's so ugly. It's like when she was little, Mama used to, like, she get in trouble, and Mama make her look in the mirror for punishment. It was bad. <laughs> So you fell in love with her personality then. Right, yeah. So she got a good personality at least there, Alabama Dan? No, she no, she does not. She 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 she's mean as a box of rattlesnakes. <laughs> mean as a box of rattlesnakes. Mean as a box of rattlesnakes and ugly as sin. <laughs> so what do you find attractive about her then there? Well, she she's she's a cunt. <laughs> but does she have worms for fishing? That's right, she's no, a she, She's a cotton. She's a cotton undergarment needle technician. I know. She makes she makes good money and and she got good health benefits. I was able to get them bed bug bites all healed up. Oh, that's high fluid. So are you back to being a uh, a jiggler? Or are you still uh, still a diesel fitter? Oh no 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 no! Got fired. Got fired down to the pantyhose factory. Had to had to change jobs again. Oh boy. Oh. I got I'm a job at pickle that. factory. Oh really? And, Really, I got job got got job at the pickle factory working on the line, but that only lasted a week, and I got fired from that too. I just get fired from the pickle factory. Stuck my dick in the pickle washer. Oh, Jesus, that'll do it every time. Well, yep, she see, got fired too. She got fired too, huh? Well, part of the problem is you just got to make sure the foreman's not watching. That's right. I used to love doing that. <laughs> so. All right, so here's the question I want to know then, Alabama Dan, is you stepping out on Mrs. Alabama Dan, was it with the pickle washer or was it with somebody else? No, it was somebody else. Yeah, she didn't catch me on that one. Oh, she didn't catch you on the pickle washer one? No, I got one. I got away with that one. Oh, well, that's good. Good for you, buddy. But, 
But, I, you know, the other day I did go into a bar. I was in a bar out there in the woods. And it's a little piece of shit bar down there. And uh kind of place y'all would probably go do your pod show from. <laughs> You're probably right there, Alabama Dan. It, and uh, I get in there, and I'm sitting at the bar. And the, the waitress down there, she's uglier than my wife. That's I mean, if ugly was brick, this bitch would be the Great Wall of China. So, <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I order a beer, and I look up on the wall, and there's a sign, and the sign says, Cheese Sandwich, $2. Cheese Hand sa- job. Hand job, $3. Okay. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. Cheese Sandwich, $2. Hand job, $3. All right, so what happened this, next? It, so I'm sitting there drinking my beer, and, and I'm talking to this fella. He's there, too, and we're talking, roll tide, roll tide, roll tide. I can see that. That's uh, probably the only thing that was said in this bar. And, uh, you know, I start to get a little hungry and thinking, you know, I look at this girl. I'm getting a little, maybe I'm getting a little horny. She bent over there look get me a beer up out of the cooler, and I'm thinking maybe I'm going to say, hey. You the one to make them cheese sandwiches? <laughs> All I right. say, hey, you the one that gives them hand jobs? She turned around and says, I'm the one that gives the hand jobs. And that bitch is so ugly, I said, I'll have the cheese sandwich. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> I'll have the cheese sandwich. And I look over at the fellow next to me. He goes, no, she makes the cheese sandwich, too. I said, cancel that order, Roll Tide. <laughs> cancel that order, Roll Tide. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> so what else should we know there, Alabama Dan? What you, uh, the rest of your weekend, so the, the missus is pissed at you because you stepped out on her and you refused a yep. hand job from an ugly waitress. Go on. Yep, yep. Well, you know, just calling all these pod, pod shows around the country. Oh, oh, you're two-timing us, too, huh? Oh, no, I, this is my new revenue stream. Oh, shit, is this your job now? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I do a little this, a little that, you know. I got that statue in my yard to start to attract a bunch of people. Yeah, how's that going? Oh, it's good, man, it's good, man. They, they getting $5 a head to come in and kiss that statue. You lacquer that thing up or what? What is it? Ten foot of Nick Saban or twelve? I can't remember. It's a nine. It's a nine, nine foot statue of Nick Saban carved out of dog shit. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. Roll tide. I can't picture you would do anything that was not top notch. Right. How you fellas doing up there in New York? We're doing all right for the, the, that Buffalo weather's really got us down with all this snow, but we're doing okay. So, oh, roll tight. I got to ask you, after the uh, the conclusion of the regular season here with the uh, the past weekend, you know, now we go into championship week in uh, football. What are you going to, are you going to, you know, up here we're going to root for Michigan, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do down there? We're going to get in the college football playoff. I don't know what you thought. Well, you know, I was going to ask you about that. What, what do you think? I mean, how how crazy is it going to go down there when you guys uh, when you guys you know get in or don't get in? Well, you know, they call them they call them the Purdue spoiler makers. Oh wow, he's done his research. I appreciate that. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna beat them. 
And uh, and then we go in the SDC, and they're gonna let us in on strength schedule. We're gonna be the only two teams, two lost team in the playoff. You mark my words, roll tie. Wow. You know, I can't argue it. I can't argue it. So you, you come in well prepared. I can't argue it. The Purdue Boilermakers. Yeah, we talking about Alabama football. I know myself, but yeah. The, so the Spoilermakers are gonna run a train on them old Wolverines. You think, huh? Yeah, roll tide. That's what works out for us and Nick Saban, who is connected to God. <laughs> connected to God. Oh, Jesus. What else there, Alabama, Dan? I know you got some other information for us. Uh, nope, nope. That's about it. I think I got to get off here. It looks like, a, looks like my sister. I mean, my wife is coming home. I got to get off. She don't know I talked to y'all. Oh, well, tell her. Send our regards, then, since she doesn't know you talk to us all. Uh, well, well, I know that y'all ain't that smart up there, but... Uh, if, if if I tell her that y'all say hi, then she would kind of know that I was talking to you, right? Oh. I bet she still wouldn't. Mr. <laughs> Unless she's smart. Maybe she's smart. Well, I'll tell you real tight. I'm going to get up out of here, you guys. I'll talk to you next time. All right. Sounds good, Alabama Dan. Thanks roll for tight. calling us. All right. Later. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thanks, Ooh. Alabama Dan. Oh, good old Alabama Dan. Yeah, that's one of our friends from Alabama, Alabama Dan, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. He likes to I, call into the podcast and let us know what he's up to. I, uh, Dude, he is he a real comedian online or comedian or what? Well, because I am in tears. No, just a redneck. Hey, just a redneck. Don't not, don't knock the redneck. There was you not, got one sitting here. That was not critical. That was a compliment. I'm, well, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, remiss, I'm I'm a little disappointed he didn't give us. A, typically, he leaves us with a riddle of some sort, though, or or a joke. Or, he must yeah. really, you know, his 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 tiff with his sister. I mean, his wife right now must really be must really be dragging him down. Because I can he, leave he, you he, with the tip if that's what you want. Just the tip, because he really he really got out of there quickly as soon as he said that the missus was coming home. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, you know, I have a feeling there's going to be a whole lot of make it up. That he's got to do. Well, and he doesn't want to lose her because she's a cunt. So, I mean, she makes yeah, a ton of money. Exactly. As a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know if she still has worms or not. I don't, we'll ask that next time he calls in. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great for fishing. You I mean, know? I'm sure she does. It's pretty much a given. How many gators can you eat without getting worms? I don't think, yeah, it's just riddled with that. It's a steady is. diet of gator down It's like there. raccoons and, and uh, raccoons and alligators are just riddled with worms. Don't forget about the possum. Yeah, possums too. It's North America's only marsupial. Did you know in the state of Kentucky, they decided to close a restaurant down because it served possum, coon, and various other wild game. Okay, why? What was their reasoning? Uh, because it was not sanitary. <laughs> Clownhorn was perfect right there. <laughs> yes, it was. But you know what the funny thing was? Is they had to wait to close the the restaurant down for one person, really? the local sheriff. Really? Because he wanted to eat there. He wanted his last meal at the, the restaurant. Really? And then they closed that bitch down, huh? Yes, they did. But I mean, aren't there? What was it like? Uh, they just didn't have standards for like the temperatures you needed to cook these things to. No, or it's just like here in Port Like we can't have a uh, Christmas tree out in front of this bar. Oh, okay. It's just local regulations then. No, just local people bitching about oh. nothing because they ain't got better things to do with their lives. That's they uh, just gotta touche. make everyone else upset. 
Just be miserable, bitches. There was a miserable bitch that. right there. <laughs> nah, she's a cunt down at the pantyhose factory. <laughs> I said that to somebody the other day, and they looked at me, and I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot they're not in the podcast. So guys. <laughs> <laughs> really is fucking my life up, too, because I say this random shit that I expect people oh, to understand. Yeah. Like, I'm like, somebody, <laughs> we were doing something, and we had a, a potluck, and there was, like, bacon there, and they like, oh, have some bacon. I'm like, free bacon. <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was on the phone with them, and I'm like, oh, dear God, that person's a full-time frittata. Right. <laughs> and they listen to the podcast, so they're like, oh, my God, you say that like in real life, too? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> of course. We yeah, still kind of gotten in the habit. <laughs> we still use the vernacular from the podcast in real life. Though. Yes. I, like, the, the podcast is in real life? It is. It's, it's, it's more human than human, actually. I had to laugh. There was a person... They might have been a little inebriated. Right. Now, you guys have all seen me wear this hat here for years. Right, yeah. They all of a sudden looked at my hat and going, why are you wearing plastic? I'm like, it's not plastic. It's just got a white sheen on it. Right. And they're like, well, that's plastic. No. No, it's not. And after a while, I just finally agreed. I'll tell you what, next week I'll have a black hat. That's right. So that means next week I gotta buy a black hat. <laughs> there you go. It's not plastic. What the hell, man? Well, I could wear my 10 gallon hat, and that's not colored, it's just straight straw. Perfect. Well, there you go. Let him tell me that bitch is straw. For <laughs> one, especially when you buy a 100X hat and. Most guys look at it and go, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Oh, boy. That's well, funny. You figure a 20X Stetson will cost you about $150. Yeah. And I'm wearing a 100X. Right. But like most things in other countries, it's a little bit cheaper. So right. when I went to Mexico, I got my 10 gallon hat. Hell yeah. So you know what? Here's the John Wayne. <laughs> The Duke. You know, I've seen a 10-gallon hat. I'm not sure that it will actually hold 10 gallons. You want to bet? Yeah. Because you know what? You know what's nice about a 10-gallon hat? You can keep dumping it until you hit 10 gallons. There you go. No, I said hold. I said hold 10 gallons. You might be able to get 10 gallons. You didn't in there. say hold 10 gallons at once. You just said hold 10 gallons. But that would make every hat a 10 gallon hat. Yes. No, 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 no. They are you just very get there quicker with a 10 gallon hat. Yes, I will. They are very recognizable. You think so? Most 10 gallon hats are, yeah. <laughs> Have you Although seen my door, profile pic? Door, door clearance is an issue. You ain't kidding. Yeah. You really got to duck down. It's not just the height, it's the width. Right? The, you know, it's kind of like the girth. Visually impressive. Yes. I don't wear it very often because I don't like intimidating the women. <laughs> I won't scare away the whores. whores. I'd, I'd welcome one right about now. We'll find you a whore. Mm. Please do. Please do. Ah, boy. Like I said, I'll take the sympathy thing right about now. <laughs> I'll take I'll take a sympathy. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll I'll be somebody's charity. I like it. Oh boy. 
I'll well, take first it. First of all, through God, all things are possible. Right? So jot that down. <laughs> first of all, through God, all things are possible. So jot that down. I would slack it on the uh, drops. Right, you haven't played many drops. Well, see, I can I can take the sympathy on multiple levels. Right, right. You know, I can take the sympathy on the widower. I can right. take the sympathy as a vet. Right. I can take the sympathy as a five-time combat vet. I can take the sympathy because I'm Bud Ugly. <laughs> I know. I know from experience that doesn't work. Well, Alabama Dan might send you up his sister. I mean, his wife. Then, I mean, he he, see, he seems cool with that. Then that would even them out because it sounds like he stepped out on her. So now she's going to be looking to even the score because that's how they do it in the South, right? Tit for tat. Oh yeah, yeah. I spent a few years down in the Carolinas, the Virginia. So yeah, very much how they operate down there. Yeah. Typical Baptist. <laughs> Typical Baptist, exactly. Yeah. 100% accurate. Good oh, thing boy. she's not Catholic. Right? Jesus Christ. I know. Them Catholic whores. Yeah. But they're easy. <laughs> that they are. What do you think? She's a cunt. Yes. She's a cunt down there at the pantyhose factory. I'm shocked no one's ab- accused us of being Alabama Dan. <sighs> That's yeah. typically how it goes around here. What are you looking for over there? I uh, wish I was that damn funny. He's a funny. He's a funny hey, guy. Mom! The meatloaf. <laughs> oh. We want it now. Junior meatloaf. The meatloaf. Meatloaf. He heard me. I know he did. I won't yell it again. No. He doesn't like redundancies. He he picked it up. I'm sure. Yeah. See, he's gonna he's gonna have a drink and finish his conversation. And he's gonna walk back down and grab a glass. Yep. He's gonna see how Jesse's doing for a second there. You got to check. Make sure the cute ones are good. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now he's there. You see, look at this, like a machine. The machine. Yep. I understand yep. you are the machine. Well, that's why he's one of the best, right? That's why we come here over several other bars. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I understand you are the machine. I still remember the first time I saw you guys do a podcast. You were at Benchwarmers. Oh no shit! Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You we, guys we, we gotta make our bench. way back there at some point again. Yeah, we do. It's looking a lot more like a bar again. They've got stuff hung up on the walls. I, I was just in there on yesterday. Were you? Yeah, a loud crowd in there watching the U of M game. Well, yeah. I have no interest. I didn't give a shit either way, but yeah. Yeah, you're an asshole. Well, I've been if called, State, I've, I've if been State called worse by better. I was trying to hit on the barmaid. Yeah, Brandy was working yesterday. Oh, was she? I uh, love Brandy. Is oh, that the yeah. blonde? Yeah. Oh, my Great God. ass. Holy shit. Oh, uh, Damn, you yep. guys need to do a podcast when she's working. Because I went. She's up. been on the podcast before, hasn't she? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Thank you, bitches. Junior delivers. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. That's why Junior's the man. That's right. Best bartender for the podcast knows right now. He just giggled. Until one of the blondes start working. <laughs> Until somebody hotter comes around, bitches. I thought he'd be taller. <laughs> Same. <laughs> So the joke is started out, I, I know I'll repeat it over again, but and I have before. So the other day he sent a picture and he's like, fourth quarter, and he had his four fingers up. And I'm like, I thought Junior's hands would be bigger because we've had two <laughs> different people that listened to the podcast that came in and hadn't met Junior before. And they both independently said, I thought he'd be taller. So he's like, you motherfuckers. So the hand comment was kind of a play on that, you see. <laughs> he does got short fingers. <laughs> ha! 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 That's They're perfect. short and fat, you know. Short, short and stubby, yeah, kind of chubby. 
He'd make a lesbian happy. Sorry, them sausage fingers. Soft fingers, short and fat. Yeah, right? He probably wouldn't be. If lesbians hate men so much, why are they always trying to look like one? So that's an old Jim Jeffries joke that I appreciate. Mike wins. I still love it. I didn't. I didn't say it with a with an Australian accent though. Hi, mate. Right. We need to change the channel over here. Maybe I'll do that in a few minutes. We got five minutes till Sunday night football kicks off, bitches. See, he got it. Junior's on it. Oh, I haven't heard this drop in a while. No. I was just watching Shorzy today. Did you see the Michigan game? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Oh, yeah, they whipped their ass. Not State, MSU. Oh, yeah, well, Penn State whooped their ass. Yeah, I know, Penn State. Well, they're Spartans. What do you expect? Ah, boy. Ah, boy. (laughs) Blue blue and gold all the way. All that money for a fucking coach that can't even take him to a fucking low-level bowl game. Yeah. I was really hoping they'd get bowl eligible so they get whooped by a Mac team, but, you know. Well, losing to Indiana in over two overtimes is inexcusable. Yes. What do I know? I don't know anything. Although, didn't who did Iowa lose to this week? I that wasn't was pretty, even, that wasn't was pretty bad, attention. too. I think it was Indiana. Was it? Well, maybe Indiana knows some shit we don't know. Like how to win? Hoosiers! Right? Like how to win. Like how to win. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> no. I haven't died yet, and I don't plan on it anytime soon. Yeah, I, I'm same. You almost did last summer. Yeah. That's all right. You'll have that on these bigger jobs. I just appreciate not dying that much more now. Here's one for you. I've been shot seven times. But not once in combat. What? How does that happen? Have you ever heard of a idiot? Yeah. Yeah, I know them quite well. I know of them very well. Shoot at a sound. And hopefully it's something not a human. Oh, boy. I don't know if they hope that or not. I think they just, like, they hope they hit something. Yeah, well, they hit me seven times. What? I've been hit with buckshot. I've been hit with uh, birdshot. I have had a slug go through my deer blind so close to me that the splinters went in my ear. Really? So, I'm going to give you a solid piece of advice. If you see the end of a gun barrel... Get out of the way of it. Well, that was probably the, coming at you. Well, that's the problem. I didn't see the gun barrel, but when I go hunting now, I carry enough ammo to start World War Three and uh, just one or two extra guns. So you can shoot back. Well, I have a nine millimeter, two forty fours, and a four fifty. So, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but if they hit you first. Now they've, they have. They've a already hit me seven times, and I'm still here. Yeah, so your luck is you got two more times if you're a cat. Yep. So, and plus, most idiots can't hit the broadside of a barn unless they're shooting buckshot. It's true. Take it easy on yourself. You're not that big. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Oh, boy. Right after I got back from Iraq, I am wearing hunter safety orange from head to toe. Uh-huh. The only thing on me that was not orange was my gun and my boots. I walk out and I'm talking to my buddy. I'm like, you know, have you? Why didn't you shoot the one doe? And he goes, look over there. I look over and this guy is sitting ten feet across the fence line on her bait pile, straight across. So. When the deer walked across, yeah, to go to you, you know, you know, he's like, "Dude, I can't shoot." I walk over and look at the guy, and I'm like, "Are you stupid?" Yeah, or what? He goes, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "You're ten feet off my bait pile." Yeah, I could butt stroke you from here. <laughs> Five minutes later, I get shot <laughs> through the pine trees. I hear bang, and you hear. So I'm like, I turn around thinking there's a deer running at me that they missed. Little did I know that was buckshot coming at my ass. Right. And when you dig buckshot out of your chest plate, it hurts. Oh, yeah. Ouch. And they're like, why didn't you call the cops? I'm like, on who? Right. Right. The pine trees that it came through? Yeah. Yep. Every time I've been shot, I've never seen the person pulling the trigger. But more than once, I've returned fire. Yeah. <laughs> I get shot once. I got five rounds in my gun. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I hit the guy because all you heard was, holy fuck. <laughs> that ain't a deer shooting back. Nope. Ah, boy. There's a lot of people that would uh, appreciate that. <laughs> Got to take matters into your own hands sometimes. But the biggest, you know, the biggest thing was, is I got shot by my mom's husband twice with birdshot. I looked at, you know, I'm like, I hear, bam, and I'm like, Jesus, and I'm screaming at him to stop shooting me. You hear, bam, again. He walks out, and I've got my 50 cal trained on him. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, you shot me twice, motherfucker. Right. You pull the trigger one more time, and my my mom's going to be a widow. Yeah. I didn't shoot you. Yeah, that's why I don't hunt with you anymore. <laughs> no mas. Although I did. I went out with him another time. And I hear bang, and it went near me. Right. So I returned fire with five shots, and I hear, God damn it, what the fuck are you shooting at? I'm like, the pellets that came towards me. Yep. (laughs) There you go. (sighs) Yeah, some people don't know. People don't pay attention to nothing. Nope. Always be aware of your surroundings. All right, gentlemen, I think this one's uh, ready to... Take her out of the oven. Really? We over an hour or no? We're we're right up against it. Oh well, let's get let's get out of here then. We get an hour's all we need. All right. That's that what the what boss says anyway. For. Yeah. That's what we shoot. Plus, for. I got to pee. You yeah, the I'm, only I'm one. I'm kind of there too. Right, right. So why don't we wrap this one up? All right. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Cowboy, thanks for joining us. Alabama Dan, thanks for calling in. Always a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the PNA Podcast Express. And as always, make good choices. 